to the Principles of Success podcast. This is your host, Dr. Shana Henry. This podcast is for current or aspiring female school leaders and those who are supportive of their journeys. Each week, we will hear from passionate educational leaders. I will also share my reflections from over 15 years as a school leader. Together, we will talk about how to level up our schools and our leadership. Hello and welcome. If you've ever wanted some outside-of-the-box ideas for your leadership, well, today's the day. I am so excited for you to hear from today's guest, Dr. Aleli Vasquez, principal in the Orange County Public School District in Florida. When I say she's leading differently, it's because she is. She takes a new approach to traditional leadership, and she shares some of her strategies in this episode. We talk about valuing the educators in her building, innovative PDs and staff meetings, and how she reinforces her vision starting with interview questions. Now, before we jump into the episode, remember, you can support our podcast by clicking on the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show description or by visiting principlesofsuccess.com. Now, on to today's episode. Dr. Aleli Vasquez, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I am so good. Thank you for being here with us. It is my absolute pleasure and honor to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. You are doing amazing things and such a champion for leadership. And so having this conversation, I already know is going to be fantastic. Yes, I'm looking forward to it as well. Excited. Wonderful. So before we dive too far in, let's let our leaders know a little more about you. Can you share a little bit about your background? Sure. So I've been in education for over 18 years now. This will be my eighth year as a school administrator. Um, My third school actually is an administrator. I was honored to be selected as a founding principal. So this year, last year, I opened a brand new school for the public school system here in Florida, in Orlando. Super excited about that. My style of leadership is just, you know, I'm, I have a hard heart for kids, a heart for teachers. I believe that we're here for a purpose. This is a gift. What we do is a gift, a natural gift that we have in us to educate and change lives on a daily basis. So as an administrator, my job is to support my teachers. I'm a firm believer of it is so important to invest and pour into the adults on campus so we can reach the children. So um, that's my style. I just pour and invest in my teachers, push them out of that comfort zone and empower them to go above and beyond for kids because they're so important. I just, it's just, I love what I do. Yeah. I I want to tap into that a little bit about the investment into teachers. But before we do, I want to go back to when you said you were a founding principal. So you just opened a new school. And so I'm really curious. The timing is so interesting, right? Right after we're returning, opening a new school. I'm curious to know, was there anything you did differently in the opening of the school with the <laughs> experience of pandemic? Yes, definitely. It was a very interesting year because just when we thought that we were going to have a a normal school year, then we had that comeback of COVID during the fall. Mm -hmm. And when we came back in January, we were back at 
virtual or stay home or wear your mask if you want to. And the uncertainty of, again, of are we going to get sick or what's going to happen? Are they going to close schools again? Mm -hmm. It was a little bit chaotic. And the problem was that we were not prepared for it. We, we thought that we were going to be running a normal school year and then we were back at square one again. So it was kind of challenging because, you know, having a new building with new students, new community, new staff, it is so important to build those relationships, to connect with the community. And we weren't able to do that, right? We had to cancel our school events. After school events, we couldn't socialize as much as we wanted because of those barriers that were in place. You know, there was a pandemic that was hitting us once again. And it was kind of challenging to to reach that goal that I had that first year of building a very strong culture and climate of the school community because we were limited. But I mean, the people that did stay, you know, and, and, and the students and the community stood strong and believed in, in what we were doing in our school. Mm -hmm. And I mean, overall, we had a great year. It was very, very challenging. I dare to say that that was my most challenging year in education even more than when COVID hit us in 2020. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just recorded with another principal who said the exact same thing. I've said the exact same thing. And uh, the fact that we've survived and we're still standing is pretty amazing. Yes, last year was brutal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the investment into the educators on your campus. You know, school culture and climate is always a... a big topic. People love to hear what they're doing for staffs, but I've seen your Twitter. I've seen what you do for your teachers. You, you go extra and I love it because it's not the typical things that we hear about. And so when I saw your Twitter, it kind of reminds me of a saying I always tell my staff is that, you know, when we do things, we're not the Dollar Tree level, we're the Nordstrom level. Uh, we're going to really do it up as much as we can. And when I see your feet, I'm like, oh, you're, you're Nordstrom level. You're <laughs> high end. So, I'd love for you to share a couple things. Like if someone were to walk on your campus, what would they see to know you're investing in your educators? You're going to see happy staff. You're going to see happy people that care about each other, that are there for each other that are super extremely welcoming and caring. And that is the most important mm. thing. I think that I'm one person in the building and I cannot reach the almost 800 students that I have. But mm -hmm. if I invest in every adult, I know they can reach them every single day, right? While I take care of other things. Yeah. And every once in a while, I can go in classrooms and, and work with kids as well. But they're the ones there in the trenches daily with the kids mm -hmm. and pouring themselves to them. So I think that's our responsibility, right? So yeah. some of the things that I, I start my year always by empowering teachers and reminding them how important it is what we do. We're changing lives, right? We, we can break or make a student, a, a person, a human that eventually is going to be serving society. So it's, it's all on us. And I think that we should start taking pride in what we do mm -hmm. and showing it by portraying ourselves as we are the most important profession out there because every other profession comes from us. 
And it all starts from as simple as I ask, I ask my teachers, you know, a judge, a lawyer, a doctor, we look up to them because they're important. And then you always look them and, and you see them all dressed nice and with their suits on. But then we have teachers wearing T-shirts and leggings and, you know, and this is how I want you to portray yourself to a child. I want you to, to tell a child you are the most important profession out there. What we do is important and we're here to care for you. I want them to portray themselves as here I am, someone that you can look up to. Many kids mm -hmm. don't have that at home, right? So as simple as we try to pr dress professionally, comfortable, but professionally, because we want our kids to see role models in us. So that starts with that. I have a wall in my in my school where we take professional pictures and we all look super professional and, and they're up there all year long. And it also doesn't only remind the teachers of how important they are and how special they are mm -hmm. and how professional they should be, but the kids love seeing their teachers every day and they stand there every morning. That's my teacher. They don't get tired. That's my teacher. Or when there's an event, they take their parents there. That's my teacher because they're looking up to them. So I start with that. Then I start by making sure that they know that I'm always pushing them out of the comfort zone. And, and what that means is that we, we establish those strong relationships and connections first, because for me, it's so important building those relationships with your staff as well. So they know that when I provide feedback and I'm in, I'm there in the classroom observing and providing that, they know that they're, it's coming from someone that loves them, that cares for mm -hmm. them, that wants what's best for them, right? Because that's how mm -hmm. you take feedback. Oh, right. or else we're not going to take it. Right. Um, another thing, so I invest a lot in that. And then, of course, we do a lot of professional development based on trends and based on the things that we see or surveys, right? What do you want to learn about? What else do you want to learn about to become a better teacher and do better things than what you're already doing? And those are the things that we focus on. And of course, you know, the treats and here and then and making mm -hmm. making sure that our place where we work is a joyful place. So we dress up a lot. We do a lot of activities. We do outings. We do so many things to build that teamwork, that team effort, that collaboration. So when they go to work, they don't dread going to work. They go to work happy and looking forward to seeing a colleague dressed up or dancing in the mornings like we do. All of those things are important. We always, we also have, have a chat, which is something super simple, but that chat is so powerful because we are continuously supporting and celebrating each other there. Like if I see a, a great lesson, I will put a picture, look what so-and-so did. And they're like, oh my God, you're amazing. Good job. Or in the morning, a teacher is doing a transformation in the room. They're like, I need a tablecloth. And there's 10 people running to their room to help her mm -hmm. with, um, with a tablecloth. So it's, you know, we're always, so, oh, look what I did in my classroom. Oh my God, that is amazing. Can you share more about it? So we're, you know, it's just a team and we're always collaborating and sharing things with each other. And I think that's what makes it powerful. That's what makes yeah. people happy. I love it. And I, I noticed you call your staff magic makers. Yes, <laughs> I do. I do, because what we do is magic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> things have changed so much that we have to make magic. We're dealing with social emotional um, mm -hmm. situations. We're dealing with constant changes in, in, in standards and in curriculums, um, last minute changes, last minute information. For some, for some reason, there's a battle out there against educators, right? Yes. And yeah. Sometimes we're being attacked, attacked by the community, attacked sometimes by parents. 
you, you name it. And you know, coming every day to school and regardless of all those things that are out there trying to put us down as, as educators and what we do, they keep going. I, that's magic for me. That's mm-hmm. magic. They, they make magic every day. Yeah, absolutely. I want to take a step back to when you first enter a school, because some of those conversations you have with staff, like I'm thinking principals and dress code and talking about those things could land, you know, pretty hard, but you've empowered your teachers and they've really bought into that. And then just the teamwork that goes along when you enter a school what are the the strategies you use or what does that look like for you to build that kind of trust and human capital with people? So it all starts definitely, my interview questions are always a hint, hint, this is what's coming, right? So we mm. talked about, for me, it's important. I'm looking for people that have a heart for kids that have a passion and true commitment for education. And those are the questions that I ask, you know, if, if what, how, what do you do to build relationship with students and what would you do if you can't, right? What are you going to do when I tell you to bring magic to your classroom? Share with mm-hmm. me some ideas. Uh, we talk about one of the questions is we will have a dress code. What are, what is your opinion and um, your thoughts on uh, professional standard wear for an educator? And we talk mm-hmm. about that. What else can besides teaching can you bring to our school? What is your level of commitment to your students and the school? So we talk about all of those conversations and, and you know, it's important to get the right people to meet your vision and your mission for the school. And once you have the right people in place, I think there's an immediate buy-in because as we start talking about the things that the expectations of the school are like, oh, that's why she asked me that during that interview, right? So they they start associating those conversations and, and they realize, okay, this is what I answer. So I signed up for this. Mm-hmm. And it's all about not because I want to tell them what to do or micromanage because that's not my style. What I want to do is you know, empower them to do more for, for, for their profession, for what we do, to feel pride for what we do. And then that's so important. And then we connect, you know, they, I have open door policy. I am a very, I'm a good listener. I am there to support them. They know that, you know, when dad is not looking good, let's go in there. Let's, let's fix it. Let's, I'm going to model a lesson for you or give me a group of kids and I'm going to teach as well. They know that we are the first ones rolling our sleeves up, leading by example. This is what I want to see in a classroom. If I want to see a transformation in classroom, when we have our staff meetings, who's the first one to dress up and turn the media center into whatever theme. So when they come in, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm leading by example, right? This is what I'm doing for you. This is what I want to see in the classrooms. And the majority of the time, whatever I do in that staff meeting, I can see them implementing it in a classroom. So it's just leading by example, connecting with them and letting them know that you're there to help them succeed. They know that Mm -hmm. my goal is to make sure that they're successful. I would not take pride of knowing that a teacher is failing. Because that's my responsibility, right? Just like a teacher feels responsible for a child that's failing, I feel responsible for a teacher that's failing. And I'm going to give my all to make sure that that teacher is successful. So they know that. And that's that's how you get that buy-in into the vision that we have for our school. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about your staff meetings and your PDs. So you talked about themes and dressing up and going yes. all out. So what does that look like for you? 
goodness sakes. So they, they're already, they're always waiting like, okay, Dr. V is going to walk in as, or the leadership team is going to walk in as. So I'll give you an example. We did instructional rounds, right? We were talking about the evaluation system. Who wants to talk mm -hmm. about evaluation, right? And doing peer yeah. observations. So we did a dating game and I dress up as this crazy co-host with a a blonde oh curly gosh. wig and a fur coat and my leadership team dressed up with gala dresses. And then we had our model teachers were the bachelorettes in the front. And then we presented them and they turned around and they had to go around the room learning about each other and setting their dates. So the dates mm. were the peer observation days. And then they had to complete a form and select who were the top three bachelorettes and who they're going on a date with. So, and they absolutely loved that. And it was so successful. They visited each other. They learned so much from each other. It was amazing. Um, last year, we did an award ceremony for teachers based on data. We did two, actually, middle of the school year. We did Cobra Kai. We gave them black belts, brown belts. And, you know, we did this whole karate ceremony. At the end of the school year, we did survivor theme and we did an escape room. We did um, different games and then we did an award ceremony. We we're all dressed as uh, survivors. It was amazing. So it's just, and they bring back those ideas back to their rooms, right? And that is what mm -hmm. we see in classrooms. And we see happy teachers enjoying what they're doing and happy students. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking I want to pack my stuff up and come work for you. <laughs> and let me tell you something. It's a lot of work. I always. Yes. You know, what you see, it's amazing and it's fun and it's innovative and it's creative, but it takes a lot of work. I mean, my teachers yeah. work a lot. They are there, you know, last Saturday we were there setting up for Tuesday because we had a huge event. We had the Ron Clark Academy coming over. So mm. it was on campus and we, they were recording something for a project that we have. And, you know, they came on a Saturday, but they were all there. Even the teachers that did not have to do the transformation for that Tuesday, they were in the rooms helping each other. But yeah. it's just that we make it happen because we work as a team. That is incredible. You know, it takes a lot of work, but we enjoy what we do. It's like a kind of good exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious too about your support staff, your classified staff. So I'm sure you're doing things for them. So what what are some of the things you're bringing joy for them? Well, the first thing is that in my school, we don't do titles. Right. Mm -hmm. So we all clean bathrooms. We all clean the cafeteria. We all mop the floors. We paint. We do whatever we yeah. have to do. And we're there for each other. So the very first people that are there to dress up are is my support staff. You know, my mm -hmm. we did a dream big day. It was called Dragon's Dream Big. It was a parents day that we do. And we had over 500 parents coming. The front office decorated their office and they all dressed up. You know, they were part of the theme. Our custodians dressed up, you know, they're part mm -hmm. of everything. What we When we do activities, they're part of the, our outings. They're part of our celebrations. We're always recognizing them. Our teachers are phenomenal when, it's, when it comes to expressing gratitude and telling them how appreciated they are. So we always in my school, we call them all magic makers, not just the teachers. Mm. Everyone's a magic maker and we're all educators because we're all educating kids somehow. So it doesn't matter what the title is. It's just we belong here. This is our school. We're part of it and we're all going to do whatever it takes. Our custodians help us decorate. Our custodians go to classrooms and help teachers do transformations. Mm. You know, because they know that when it's time for them, for one of them to be out and they're short staff. Hey, give me that mop. I'm going to clean that bathroom. I'm going to mop the floors. We're there for you. 
Mm-hmm. So we're there for each other and that's how it works. Oh my gosh, that is so incredible. Thank you for that. You have given a vivid picture of what it's like to live and work in your school. And it sounds like, it sounds like Disneyland. It sounds like it's the happiest place to be. So thank you for that. All right. So Dr. V, I I caught that, that your teachers affectionately call you Dr. V. So Dr. V, we're going to do our fast five. So five questions that one word or sentence, whatever comes to your mind. First question is favorite leadership book. Level five leaders, John Maxwell. I love that book. Favorite app. You know what? I'm going to stick to social, basic social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because I learn so much. I love to see what other educators are doing and also share what we're doing. Yeah. Best Amazon find for work. You know what? I'm just going to keep it simple to flare pens and costumes. That changes everything for me. <laughs> okay. I have to ask a follow-up question to this then. What has been your favorite costume? Wow. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to go by the choice of my kids. The queen. When I dress as queen, they love it. (laughs) Okay. All right. You, you are a queen. So that makes total (laughs) sense to me. All right. Favorite song to put you in a good mood. This song I play every morning in the school and the the kids love it. It just makes us happy. It's good day by Jay Moss. We love it. So that play that's our bell in the mornings and we're all sinking it. So it's, it's having a good day and I love it. One tip you would tell your first year principal self. Wow. Baby steps, Alali, baby steps. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when, when you get in that position, you, you want to do so much, but the very first thing that you have to do is making sure that you take care of your people, relationships, mm-hmm. the culture, the climate, and then everything goes from there. If you don't have a good culture or climate, you know, you can't fix academics. You can't fix morale. You can't fix, you know, professional growth because they won't believe in you. So I think that taking it one step at a time, making sure that you're taking time to observe and listen and then mm-hmm. moving on from there. Yeah. Great advice. Mm-hmm. All right. Aleli, if listeners want to connect with you, how should they do so? So I have a Facebook page and Twitter at Aleli Vaz, A-L-E-L-I-V-A-Z. And then Instagram, I am under Dr. V, Aleli underscore Vasquez underscore Dr. V. Thank you so much for this time today, Dr. V. I mean, gosh, your educators in your building and your kids are so lucky to have you. And I'm thankful for this time today. It is my pleasure. I'm the lucky one. I have such great staff and kids. I'm super blessed. A big thank you to Dr. V for sharing her leadership with all of us. It's evident why her staff love her so much and enjoy going to work every day. I encourage you all to follow Dr. V's social media and see some of the amazing things she's doing on her campus. It really is incredible. If I ever move to Florida, I'm coming to work for you, Dr. V, no doubt. Well, that closes another episode with another fantastic female leader. Until next time, this is Dr. Shana Henry with the Principles of Success podcast. Mm-hmm.